0: Hello, my name is Chloe Tonis, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, an episode that I have debated recording many times, but eventually has become inevitable to address. I recently went to Secure World Chicago at the beginning of June, and this topic was discussed a lot, with many people not having clear answers as for what exactly to do yet, not even really experts in cybersecurity. The topic, of course, is AI. AI is a complicated topic when it comes to cybersecurity. It can bring plenty of advantages, but also risks, and the future of AI is still uncertain. But it's been the talk of the town for months now, and at this point, it is necessary to address it. For the record, I am personally not against AI at all. In fact, I have used the famous generative AI program plenty of times that we will be mostly discussing today. AI is a shiny, fancy new tool, and like any tool, it can come with risks. A cautious approach is necessary until we understand better what AI is capable of, and the risks that come with using it. So, when I am talking about AI, what exactly do I mean? AI is a pretty broad category, and it's actually not new either. AI has been used in cybersecurity for years, traditionally to allow for continuous monitoring and automate responses to certain incidents. Machine learning has also been used to recognize typical behavioral patterns for certain users and take actions if something out of the ordinary happens. For example, a login at an unusual location or time or identifying malicious behaviors, like trying to escalate privileges or trying to remove massive amounts of data from systems. However, when the layperson thinks of AI today, they likely think of Generative AI and, most notably, ChatGPT. In case you haven't had access to the internet in about a year, ChatGPT is an AI chatbot developed by OpenAI, and in 2023, it quickly became the fastest growing software in history. Which is pretty amazing. GPT stands for Generative pre trained Transformer, which basically means that it is capable of generating text and has been pre-trained to do so on massive sets of data from the internet. The core feature of ChatGPT is to mimic human conversation based on prompts you give it. However, it is capable of doing much more than that. It can write code, it can create written works in the style of other writers, it can answer test questions, it can write essays, much to every teacher I know's dismay, and it is capable of remembering some of the previous prompts you gave it in the same conversation and referring back to them sometimes. However, sometimes ChatGPT tends to make stuff up while still sounding plausible. This is known as a hallucination. ChatGPT is not made to be a reliable source of information or a search engine. It is made to have human-like conversations and... Well, sometimes humans also just make stuff up based on context. Really, it's just playing a guessing game by filling in the gaps based on context and things it knows, which is why what it says can still sound plausible, even if it is incorrect. So, if all ChatGPT does is try to mimic human conversation based on some prompts you give it, why is it such a big deal and how could it potentially affect cybersecurity? One pretty straightforward answer is phishing. ChatGPT is capable of writing phishing emails, and since it can mimic this style of certain writers, it can be fine-tuned to make a legit-seeming email much faster than a human can come up with their own version. The less time hackers can spend on trying to draft a convincing phishing email, the more they can send out these emails. However, if it were just that simple, I probably wouldn't bring up ChatGPT at all. Remember when I said that it could code? Well, some researchers have demonstrated that ChatGPT is capable of creating malware. CyberArk, an IT identity management company, demonstrated that it can even create something called polymorphic malware, which is malware that is capable of changing itself to mitigate being detected. In this test, CyberArk used the API version of ChatGPT as opposed to the normal web version. And strangely, the API version did not seem to use its content filter, which would typically prohibit the act of creating malware, although there can be some clever ways to skirt around those content filters. CyberArk was able to get functional code out of ChatGPT that injected a DLL into explorer.exe. A DLL injection is a type of injection attack that allows you to run code in the memory of another process, in this case, explorer.exe, by forcing it to load a foreign DLL file. A DLL file, or dynamic link library, is simply a library that contains code and data that can be used by multiple programs at the same time, and of course, they have legitimate uses in computing. So, in short, it created code that would basically inject malware into the explorer.exe process. But after this code was created, CyberArk was able to mutate it, creating multiple variations of the same code. This can make the program very difficult for modern antivirus to detect as it keeps changing. Being able to generate malicious code and change it this quickly would make it difficult for cyber defense measures to keep up. And this isn't the first time malware has been created using ChatGPT. The main issue with this is that lowering the skill required to pull off these types of attacks will mean they occur much more frequently. Creating your own malware is complicated, difficult, and it needs to go through a lot of testing. And even if the code ChatGPT creates is not perfect, being able to generate a base to work with cuts out a lot of time and skill needed to develop malware and being able to mutate it to create variations cuts out even more time and skill. Another less obvious risk involves what you actually put into ChatGPT. Let's say you work for a company and need to develop a new business strategy. You may think it's a good idea to put in some information about your work into ChatGPT to come up with new strategies based on what you already do. The issue with this is that ChatGPT stores this data and uses it to further train the model and this data could potentially be included in responses to other people's prompts, or could be otherwise breached. Although this specifically has not occurred as of the date of this recording, as far as I am aware. There are, of course, also concerns with the personal data of its users being stored, as even if you don't tell it these things, ChatGPT knows a lot of information. Since ChatGPT was trained on massive amounts of data on the internet, There is a good chance something you published was used to train the AI without your knowledge. Using publicly available data to train AI is in a legally and ethically pretty gray area, especially when you take into account the European Union's GDPR laws. It is currently under debate whether ChatGPT is actually in compliance with GDPR due to the scraping of data from the internet it performed in order to train the model. GDPR is very strict in regards to the type of data you collect, how you use it, and you are required to inform anyone you take the data from, even if it is publicly available. So what should we do? AI is something that has to be addressed now, as it is more accessible than ever and being used more than ever by people who may not necessarily understand the risks. I don't necessarily think we should attempt to stop it as it does provide us with potentially very promising new tools. And, well, now that the ball is rolling, we can't really stop it. It will continue to develop, and in security, if there is one thing you do not want to be, it is behind the curve. We also can't afford to ignore it, as it does create new risks even if you yourself do not use AI. AI is a tool. It is not inherently good or bad. It can be used for good and it can be used for bad. There can be unintended consequences to jumping the gun and implementing shiny new generative AI language models. I would highly recommend looking into the pros and cons of using AI for your specific case, and until AI becomes as intelligent or more intelligent than a real person, supplement your use with real human done researching and testing. If you'd like to read more about AI and ChatGPT specifically as it pertains to security, my sources are listed in the pastebin link in the podcast description. This is a shorter-form podcast where I simplify a lot of topics so I haven't covered every nuance in detail. If I did, this, this would be over an hour long. But I find this topic fascinating and would highly recommend reading more about and understanding generative AI and its uses. It is amazing how far technology has come and where it will continue to go. But we still need to stay secure.